Hey guys, it's Wayne Johnson with Wednesdays with Wayne. Man, we're getting we're getting uh, going on this. This is our fourth episode. Uh, kind of getting getting to be pros at this. Got Sarah with me again tonight, today in the studio. Uh, Going to have a, a phone guest here in a little bit. Uh, Jack Hockett on the line. Uh, you know, looking forward to letting you guys hear what he he's got to say. I've known Jack a long time, so this is going to be pretty exciting. But we're going to cut to the chase and get right to him, and uh, we'll see what he's got to say. All right, we're back here with uh, Wednesdays with Wayne. We got Jack Hawkins on the line. Jack, we got you. Yes, you do. All right, awesome. Uh, you know, me and Jack, uh, me and Jack go way back. Uh, you know, I didn't know Jack until I really met Jesse, and me and Jesse become really good friends. And who I'm talking about is Jesse Hawkins. I'm sure you guys are all knowing who I'm talking about. But uh, uh, Jack is Jesse's dad, and uh, Jack, man, we've seen you. You've been in a lot of races lately. Uh, you and Grammy been hanging out in Florida for what uh, about two months now or what? No, we've been we've been here about a month and uh, fixing to leave for home uh, either Wednesday or Thursday of this week. Not sure yet. Is Grammy tired of your butt or what? Oh, she's been tired of me for years, I think. <laughs> I mean, she's tired of you down there living in that motorhome. No, we've we've had a really good time. We've Done a lot of running around and lots of junk stores and flea markets and she likes stuff like that. So, that's, well, what about that's, that? What about fishing? You guys went fishing. I mean, I, you caught this monster bass that was supposed to be like ten pounds, but you know we still can't verify that. Well, no, I can't verify it, but I've caught two two bass that one I weighed and. Uh, in Mexico that weighed 10, 10 pounds, and this fish was just as big or bigger, no matter what you think. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to give you crap no matter what. That's just what I'm going to do. Well, I would uh, expect that. Going home? I'm sorry? Uh, we're going to stop in Eufaula, Alabama for a day. It's, it's kind of an interesting town, and we, we want to look it over a little bit. And then from there, we'll head on home. we got... Got race cars to get ready to go for the season and uh, kind of getting excited about that again. What you guys going to do this year, Jack, with racing? Well, we're going to run all the war series again with a, a young guy that actually uh, me and his dad raced together back in the four-cylinder days. And kid's uh, 19 years old. He's been driving for me two years. He's won some features and finished top five in war last year. and. Uh, got pretty good equipment. Uh, his, his dad and mom are really dedicated to it and, uh, and then Samuel, his younger brother who's 16, uh, drives the family car. So we're kind of a two car deal and running non-wing stuff and really, really having a good time. We, we go and push cars and stuff like that. That's what we did in Florida and, that, you know, ran into you. Well, actually, you're the reason we come down here to start with, so I guess I'll just blame it on you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you do get to come, and I'm glad I get to see you. And I'm going to get – actually, I'm going to get to Missouri at some point. I keep promising you I'm going to come fishing with you, and I haven't done it yet. But I, I promise you I'm going to get to that one of these days. I just don't know. With my busy schedule, it's really tough, Jack. You know that. But Well, I'm well glad you're... you guys are – go ahead. I said, you're going to be running at I-70 
later on this year, so maybe at that time we can take a day and go fishing. Well, I'm hoping, you know, we got a, a really good crew coming, you know, with the 2C now, so I won't have to uh, be so hands-on and have to be uh, involved in every every movement of that of the rig and 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 uh, all that kind of thing. So hopefully, yeah, that'd be awesome. I could get away and go fishing with you. Definitely, yeah, uh, definitely heard plenty of fishing stories coming out over there. You know. Yeah, well, you know my my middle son Steve was a national crappie masters champion and holds a state record for seven fish on. Uh, uh, in Mississippi, on Grenada, Mississippi, they had, uh, almost 21 pounds and seven fish, so that's pretty good, pretty good catch for crappie. That's documented. <laughs> well, you know, if Grammy wouldn't have told me that fish that you caught was 10 pounds or whatever, I wouldn't have believed you, but I'll believe her, because she ain't gonna lie to me. No. And she keeps you, she keeps you in line, so. Absolutely. She wouldn't lie to anybody. Good or bad. Well, I want you to, well, I want you to know you both have been really close to me, uh, well, ever since I met you. You know, you guys have been super to me and, and, uh, you know, with Jesse, you know, me and Jesse, you know how close we got there for a while and, and, uh, basically, you know, he was going his way and I was going my way racing, but we sure had a lot of fun racing. And let's talk about Jack, Jack, let's talk about Jesse a little bit. Uh, you know, a lot of people probably doesn't, don't really know that, he started out running those four-cylinder cars and just kind of worked his way up from nothing and and uh, kind of like what what I did, you know, starting out with basically just a local, you know, race car and this, that, and the other. And, uh, you know, I've got to do this for a really long time, but we really had to work for it. And, you know, you guys are not a wealthy family, you know, and, and he just made it happen, you know. And that, 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 that's the things that are interesting to me with this racing deal, you know, been in it for so long and see the guys that have been able to stay in this sport for as long as they have and, and the ones that have came up without rich daddies you know what i mean and and uh that's pretty awesome to me but jesse was definitely on his way i think in my opinion being a young guy like he was to greatness as far as maybe even the cup deal i mean what do you think well um i think you're right you know uh he started out in a four-cylinder that I built, and I raced it a couple of years, and then I stepped aside. And how it all got to work, got to was uh, we were at uh, State Fair Speedway in Missouri, and uh, they had an ASCS race and a two-barrel race. Well, we didn't have a two-barrel, but we did have an ASCS car, but the motor was blown up. So a friend of mine. Uh, they didn't have enough ASCS cars, so they asked me if I'd drive their two-barrel with the ASCS cars, and I told them no. I said, but you really need to put Jesse in the car. He's better than I am. Well, they kind of hum-hawed because, you know, he was like 15 years old or something like that. And Finally, they decided to let him do it, and they, we went around gathering up a shoes, a helmet, a suit, and a lot, a lot, a lot, and we put him in this two-barrel car. Well... He uh he went out for hot laps and and uh kinda of put it on some of the fuel injected cars with a two barrel carburetor and Tom Van Kerslick was there with the car that he drove and he said, Man, he said and he didn't own anything. He was just a spectator and he asked a friend of mine, he said, Who who is that kid? And they told him who he was and and uh 
he said, well, you really ought to be in a better car. And, and uh, they said, yeah, but the family don't have any money. So uh, the next spring, Tom called me and asked me if Jesse, he bought a car and trailer and a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff and and uh, asked me if Jesse could drive his car. And I said, yeah, you bet he can. And and uh, that's where it all got started. And Tom backed him uh, and his wife asked backed him heavily and and uh, that got him to where he to where he needed to be. But before that ever happened, he, we were he was pretty young, and we were at a outlaw race in Sedalia, and you know Steve Kenzer and all them rolled in in them big rigs, and he looked at me and he said, "Dad, we'll be riding in one of them one of these days." And uh, a little sucker, he made it happen. So he did come from nothing, and and he was on his way. He, he had a lot of things going the year that he passed away, and, you know, you taking him to Australia was a big deal. J.J. Ellie getting him to ride out west in the non car, and, you know, he, he was pretty versatile. He was kind of like Brady Bacon. He'd just about drive anything. Well, the big thing with him is, Jess, or, or Jack, Jesse, you know, I don't think he ever met a stranger, and I think that goes you know that comes back from uh, from you and Grammy on how to you know what it, how you taught him growing up. But he never met a stranger, that's for sure. You know we, oh my God, you know when we were in Australia, you know he he would he, I would actually have to chuckle a little bit at times because he would, you know it wouldn't matter. It was it would, we were at a convenience store. I'd be out, you know we'd go in and get a drink or something or whatever, and then I'd be sitting in the car for ten minutes because he done found somebody in, inside that store to talk to. He'd come out like, man, Jesse, we got things to do. What are you doing? Oh, I met somebody. They thought they knew who I was, or or they they heard my accent and and I was from the states. So we had a conversation. So, but he never met a stranger, Jack. And that, but boy, you know, I miss him, and I know you do too. But we had so much fun. I mean, we had so many good times. Uh, and I'm going to tell a story real quick. And I know you've heard this one or whatever, but we were both driving for Luch Monty, which is Monty Motorsports out of Perth. Australia, and you know, uh, Luch owns one of the largest market gardens in the country of Australia, and, and uh, <laughs> I chuckle about it because it's still funny because I could see his face. So Luch was, excuse me, we were we were at the market garden, uh, just had to stop in for a minute or whatever, and Luch was on a forklift loading a truck with these big pallets of of lettuce, and it was in a in a, it wasn't a freezer, but I would say it was an air-conditioned building or whatever. And the door opening was only high enough to get two pallets on that forklift all the way to the floor, and it would come out that come out that overhead door. And I, I believe that reason it was low like that is probably to keep the air in or whatever. But anyway, Luke was loading these trucks, and about that time his phone his phone rang, and he stopped that forklift and got off of it and was on his phone and. Jesse looked at me, and I looked at Jesse, and I was like, oh, here we go. Jesse jumps on this darn forklift, going to keep loading his truck. He goes in that room, and those those pallets were stacked four high in that room. So Jesse gets him all four of them, and as he backs out of that door, you can imagine what happens because there's no way it's going to fit. It just knocked him off of it. And that was the biggest damn lettuce salad I think I ever saw in my life, the mess that he made there. But we chuckled about it, and Luke did too, but... But I'll never in my entire life forget that. That was one of the stories. There's many, 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 which you know, stories that come out of Australia that month that we were over there. But that's one of the funniest ones that uh, that uh, I can tell. Did he ever tell you about that? 
Oh yeah, he come home and he he was telling me about it. And uh, funny, another funny thing about that deal is uh, after he won down there driving Luch's car, uh, Luch called Luch or Jesse called and Luch got on the phone and he was so excited and I didn't understand the word he said except at the very end he said your kid's awesome and uh, I'll <laughs> never forget that either but. Uh, yeah, he, he had a wonderful time in Australia. He was going to take me with him in 2010, but we all know what happened there. So, But anyway, uh, uh, Wayne, uh, a lot of people don't understand why I'd still be in, you know, into racing and all that. But the truth of the matter is, uh, Jesse's friends like you and, and, and lots, lots of racing guys. I mean, I could, I could go on and on about all the, you know, famous people he hung around and all that but it's guys like you that were friends of jesse's that i almost feel like you boys are my son and and uh we we go because of that and uh of course i'm, I'm sure jesse would want us if we, any way possible to keep racing so those couple of things is why we still stay involved and, and uh, go to the races and all that stuff so Yes, we do miss him. Uh, there's no replacing him. Uh, but, Lord, the memories. Plenty of memories. Oh, man, I tell you, the memories are awesome. And, and you're right, but what would you do, Jack? You couldn't, you know, in my opinion, you know, you could not go, uh, in my opinion. I'm, I mean, I'm putting words in your mouth, but uh, I think you just would just dwell on the past if you didn't go and get to and interact with all the the race people that you know and i mean it's your and it became your way of life so if you would have changed that it would have been a really really you know it's bad enough anyway but if you just took all that out i think that it would just you'd have just been miserable more miserable than you already are oh yeah yeah i mean you know most days uh grammy and i are pretty good uh sometimes not so good thinking about it but uh we just don't dwell on it. I mean, it is what it is. We can't change it. And uh, we just keep going and going. And I think uh, the support from her to me and my support to her uh, is what keeps us going and keeps us happy. Well, I agree with that. I, You know, I can see the, you know, and I, I'm not that, I guess I shouldn't say that like that. But I just see that, you know, when I see you guys and, and the, the, the grins that, that uh, I see on both of your faces, you know, I know you're both happy and, you know, I know she went through a little spell of, of, of health stuff and so have you or whatever. And, you know, it's awesome for me to see you guys out on the, out on the road or whatever at races and in Florida and this, that and living your life because you guys deserve it. You know what I mean? And, and it's awesome to me that finally she's right. I know we twisted her arm to make her quit work, but <laughs> she's finally retired and, and uh, you guys are getting to do a lot together. So that's pretty darn awesome. I know you guys went up to Minnesota or something, went fishing over the summer last year, am I correct? Yeah, uh, she never, in all the years we've been married, she never cared about fishing. We went to Minnesota and she kicked my ass fishing. So now she's a fisherman and I can't hardly get in the boat without her anymore, but. Yeah, uh, as I said, she outfishes you now. Yeah, yeah, she does at times. But that's okay. I've been outfished by lots of people. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad she's out doing those things and, and, and enjoying herself now because you made her work for all them years and, 
No, I didn't make it. I tried, I tried to get him to retire when I did, and he wouldn't hear of it. And uh, the way it all ended up, it's all good. Awesome. Well, Jack, I tell you what, I I don't want to keep this too long or whatever, but uh, thanks for thanks for coming on this thing. This is something that we're working on, and and uh, the stories like you just told, and we got, and we'll have you on again because man, me and you could be on here for days talking, you know, about the things that happen and stories and. And, uh, you know, me and Jesse's runnings and, oh, my God, there's, there's so many, you know. You know, it's so funny. Uh, one other story I'll, I'm going to tell real quick is me and him were up in Minnesota, or not in Minnesota, we were up in Wisconsin racing, and, and he was in that Grand Prix that he had. Uh, I don't remember he was driving for a car owner or what, but he had his car up there for some reason. And after the races one night, we, we were going to go get something to eat, and uh <laughs> This is just tell people how crazy he was anyway, on and off the track. We're going down the road there, and he says, Wayne, have you ever done a highway patrol turn? And I'm like, a what? He said, a highway patrol turn. I go, well, why in the hell would I do a highway patrol turn? I don't know. About that time, he whipped that car, spun it around, everything else, and about scared the living crap out of me because I really didn't know what a highway patrol turn was at the time. And then uh, we did it or whatever, and spun around there just going probably 40, 50 mile an hour, spun around on a two-lane highway and just kept on going. And I said, <laughs> he, he, he said, that's a highway patrol turn. I go, you crazy little bastard. I said, Jesus, you're going to kill us. He said, oh, no, oh, no, I got it. But so I, I don't know if I ever told you that story there. But, man, he, there was always, it was never a dull moment. Let's put it that way. You know that, girl. You raising him, you know. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. He uh you know, that's kind of funny you mentioned that Grand Prix. Grand Prix uh, he traded it off. I bought it back and ended up giving it to uh, one of my nieces. And uh, it's that car is still in the family and still going. It's still going, man. I, as, as hard as he treated that thing, I think there was no way it'd still be running. But, but you know, well, yeah, you know, you know, we all did that kind of stuff with our vehicles and everything, you know. But I, I, I would have never dreamt that car would still be alive today. Well, it's it's had a few changes. It's got a different motor and transmission and all that in it. But, it, yeah, it's still going, still on the road. And uh, my niece really enjoys it. And it, it's just another memory. Uh, you know, there's lots of them. The only thing I told Jesse when he started racing, I said, well, there's a couple things. One thing I told him, don't ever show his butt in public if he got mad at the track going to the trailer and, his helmet or whatever he wanted to do, but don't do it in public. And the other thing I told him was, I don't care how far you go in the sport, just remember you're just a country boy from Warsaw, Missouri, and and keep it at that. And uh, he pretty much did that. He never got big-headed or bragged or anything, but he, he if anybody saw him race, he, he put on the show. Yeah, you know, and that's we, we had a conversation yesterday about this, is uh, you know, with all the new ra- or the young racers coming up and this, that, and the other, and and uh, it's about respect. And, and you know, there's some of those kids out there, and I shouldn't I shouldn't say all of them because that's not true at all. But there's a few that I just see that there's no respect. They don't. They didn't. You know, they didn't grow up that way. Uh, they didn't grow up like me and Jesse. If I got out of line, my dad whooped the shit out of me. And uh, and I know you did the same thing to Jesse because that's the way you learn. You know. And, 
uh, we didn't know any different, Jack. And I think that uh, I think that makes a big part of, of of our upbringing is having good parents to to make you walk the line, you know. And 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 I think that Jesse definitely did that, and that's why everybody loved him as much as they did. Well, I appreciate that, Wayne. Uh, uh, his mom did a good job, put it that way. <laughs> well, I want you both to know that, uh, you know, I love you both just like family. And uh, I, every time I get a chance to talk to you or see you, and I know you call me quite often that sometimes I don't get back to you for a couple of days because I'm busy or whatever. But it's not that I'm not thinking about you. It's just I'm right in the middle of something or something uh, when you when you do call. But, uh, you know, we all we always seem to reconnect for sure at, at some point. And, and I want to thank you again for having <clears throat> or have, thanks again for coming on and, and you tell Grammy I said hello, and I'm guessing I'll see you here in probably a, what a couple months there in Missouri. Um, at at uh, where, where we go, we go to Lake of the Ozark, and then we go to uh, I-70 when it reopens. Is that right? That's right. We're uh, we're, we'll be racing at I-70 with our non-wing car with you, so we'll have a good 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 chance you can meet my driver and his family and all that stuff and. Uh, be looking forward to that. All right, awesome, Jack. Well, I appreciate you have, having you on, man. I really do, and I and, uh, can't wait to see you guys soon. All right, well, call me anytime. Okay, we're back. Man, that was good catching up with Jack. Man, him and Grammy sure are uh, enjoying their retirement. They're uh, getting to go fishing and racing and all that kind of thing, but I bet she's getting tired of his butt in that motorhome all the time. But, uh she, she'd tell you though if it was. She's keeping him in line. Just glad their health's doing well too. You know, she, she had a little spat there a year or two ago and, and actually he did too. So pretty awesome that they're getting to travel and enjoying the rest of their life. Uh, but it was definitely good catching up with him. Uh, Sarah's here now. Do you got a question of the week for me, hon? I do. This week, Lonnie Spencer asked, what's your favorite truck stop food? Wow. <laughs> Well, Lonnie, uh, that's a good question. Uh, any more? None. She didn't let me have anything, and I'm trying to stay on top of this uh, eating well and and all that kind of thing. But uh, I would say one of my favorite truck stop foods from years past was when we would go to Florida. There's a little truck stop south of Hattiesburg, Mississippi, on Highway 98, I believe, that we've stopped there, either going or coming back for as long as I can actually remember. But we didn't get to stop there this year because I didn't want to have any deep fried food or anything. But it's just a little mom pl- mom, mom, and uh, Paul place that uh, has a lot of deep fried foods and that kind of thing. And they got catfish and fried chicken and those big thick potato wedges. Oh. And I don't know what seasoning they put on that thing. But uh, they put it on. I think they put it on everything they got because it everything it's the kind same. Of, everything it comes kind of from same. the same fryer, probably. Everything tastes the, the same. same. But man, that place is awesome. But <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> that's just one place. But probably if you're going to say my favorite truck stop food, mm, probably these little mini tacos. Uh, deep fried. The deep fried ones, but they're the ones that give you heartburn for days. Uh, yeah. I know which ones you're talking about. And, you know, I know there are, I know exactly where to go get them in Iowa. What truck, it's a BP. Uh, I think most of those BPs have those too, but 
Those things are pretty good. Those are awesome. I love those things. They got them at Mr. C's too. It's a delicacy. They got them at Mr. C's too. Yeah, but but, uh, that's probably my favorite truck stop food is the mini tacos. Heartburn for days. Well, Lonnie, she'll uh, get with you uh, for us using your question. And uh, keep those questions coming because we love them. I mean, there's some there's some questions that are pretty off the wall that we probably can't answer. But uh, that was a pretty easy one there. Mini tacos. Yep. And also, don't forget, you can call in to the voicemail line. The number's 405-362-0620. You can call there and leave a voicemail with your questions or comments. Um, if we get them and we can play them on the podcast, we will send you some uh, Wayne Johnson merchandise. And speaking of merchandise, you can uh, connect with us on social media if you'd like to buy some. We've got new shirts, hoodies, koozies, beanies, hats. Um, go uh, online and check that out. You can search any social media channel for Wayne Johnson Racing, and you can find us there. Um, also, if you're enjoying the podcast so far, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a moment to rate, review, subscribe, um, share it on your social media if you'd like. You can take a screenshot and share the podcast. Um, that way we can get some more people listening, and um, we just enjoy doing this with you. Yeah, we're having fun doing this. It's starting to get a little bit better, a little easier. Some things are easier, and some things are harder. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, who? Now we got to work on who or what we're going to do next week. That's the thing. We're we're winging this, so it's. I'm sure she's got a plan. I have a list. I'm sure he, she's got a plan. Uh, here in a in a in a probably a couple of weeks, right before we get back to racing full time, I think we're going to do a one with uh, we're going to have the kids on and let them talk about. Uh, you know, they're a big part of this, and they get to go racing some, and, and uh, you know, they put up with a lot, too. So yeah. kind of curious what they've got to say. So that's kind of one that I – and they're wearing us out. They're wanting to be on. Let's, let us on. Let us on. So we're going to get that one out of the way quickly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting racing. Man, this downtime is just kicking me in the rear. Uh, can't wait till um, the weekend of March – or I guess that would be the first weekend. We're going to get to do a little bit of racing – playing around here locally and doing a little test session. Uh, we've rented the track and just going to do some testing uh, just to try to get our, our motors prepped and ready for uh, Texas and the West Coast swing. Um, but definitely looking forward to getting getting going. This downtime is, this is, this downtime is brutal. But anyway, guys, thanks for listening again. We, uh, we, we, love, uh, we love this thing, and we're just going to keep working at it and try to keep making it better. And better so keep listening send us your comments like i say we we need those it uh, sure makes this a uh, lot more entertaining but anyway till next week thanks again